Welcome to the Successful Life Podcast, your go-to source for insights and strategies in the HVAC, plumbing, and roofing industries. I'm Corey Barrier, here to guide you through transformative approaches to business and mindset. Each episode will explore unique methods, focusing on identifying and addressing the core challenges in your field. Our goal is to equip you and your team with practical solutions that foster growth and success. So whether you're tuning in for the first time or you're a longtime listener, get ready to dive into a wealth of knowledge and expertise. Let's begin our journey to success together. This is the successful life. It's Corey Barrier. Yeah, come learn with me. Take you down the path of our journeys. This is the successful life. It's time to take what you learn. Apply it to your life. It's your turn. To live a successful life. You are tuning in to the Successful Life Podcast. Three, two. Thank you for listening to the Successful Life Podcast. We have no dues or fees, so please refer this podcast to a friend. Make sure you rate, review, and hit the subscribe button. Thanks for listening. Welcome to the Successful Life Podcast. I'm your host, Corey Barrier, and I'm here with John Marone, and I think I said that right. What's up, John? <laughs> Everything, brother. How are you? I am doing magnificent in all this crazy madness. <laughs> um, so John is a growth expert, public speaker. Uh, he hosts his own podcast, Power of Progression podcast. And John, tell us about your retreat that's coming up shortly. Yeah, so it's going to be in Destin, Florida. As of right now, it's still going on. It's going to be May 2nd. Um, and, and it's something that my buddy Julian Rosen and I did last year. Um, Julian is, is also a coach and a speaker. Um, and, and we got 40 people that come to the retreat that are looking to really peel back the layers uh, of the things that have been holding them back, right? Their, their own BS, their own stories, um, some valid, some not, but truly uncovering the, the greatness that's inside of them by peeling back those layers that's been holding them back. I mean, we dig really deep into those limited beliefs, into understanding why you're thinking the way you're thinking, but then we recalibrate and rewire their mindset as well as give actionable tools to go throughout their day so they can create the ultimate version of themselves, be better today than they were yesterday. A lot of, a lot of tears are shed, um, a, a, lot of, a lot of hugs for sure. So that's why we're a little weary right now if we're going to be doing it, but right now it is happening um, and, and we have massive breakthroughs and I wasn't sure if I was going to do it this year. And I was sitting on the beach writing out my 2020 plan. And I remember thinking and remembering the, the, the visual of the tears coming and the breakthroughs. And I reached out to a few people that were there. And what I found was that people made more money. People created way more experiences than they did the year before. They ignited relationships. Um, they got extreme clarity. And so I, I just knew that it changed so many lives Last year, I needed to redo it this year. So May 2nd, um, here in Destin, Florida, we sold out, but I went to the retreat house, as I told you, and we have about three more spots I can get in there. It's a house that overlooks the Gulf of Mexico, so it's not like a huge conference center. Um, it's very, very intimate because we get super real and super vulnerable. Uh, but yeah, johnmarone.com forward slash retreat, um, you know, and I just try to give you, you the, the opportunity uh, to see that there's more for you. Uh, but first, you got to let go of certain things and find out what they are for you because it's for everybody. It's different. Dude, when you, you know, when you were just, when you were talking about 
you know, reflecting back on how you changed people's lives last year or the lives that were changed. I don't know if you said you changed the lives. That's, I mean, like I could feel the reason why you would continue to do that. I mean, even just a couple of those stories, I think would probably be worth uh, that entire day, if not more, because when you change someone's life like that, it's, it's so powerful, at least for me in my life, it's been incredibly powerful. And it sounds like you had that same experience, dude. It, it, it is, man. It's, it, I cried for two days. Now, a lot of people yeah. have, who have seen me speak on stage, I do shed some tears um, because I speak from passion. I speak from, from pain, right? I, I speak from the struggle. There are many speakers that don't do that. They speak from knowledge, which is great. Uh, but when you've walked through hell um, and, and, and you, you, you saw the devil himself, it feels like, a few times, you could speak with a little bit more passion. Um, and, and know the actual tools to get you through it, not just, you know, the philosophy behind it. Um, and so, you know, when, it, when, when I think about those people and the lives changed, I realize that it's just that, that ripple effect. And that's why we do these podcasts, right? Like, we're not doing this podcast just to change somebody's life like that's listening right now. I'm speaking so I can change their life that changes their kid's life, that changes their family's whole entire legacy, that changes their employee's life. So people said, man, how many lives have you changed? I said, Let's say if I spoke to 10,000, 15, 30, 100,000 people, I hope that it's way more than that. Because when people have changed my life, it changes my entire family's life, right? It changes my client's life. It changes the people we're speaking to now because I'm able to take that knowledge, create wisdom through action, and then deliver that value, hopefully, to somebody else. So, man, it's way bigger than us. And that's what I'm trying to get to, like, Everything I do is way bigger than me, and that's why I got to hold myself to the highest standard. And when I feel myself falling off, like we talked about before, it's like, shit, man, like get up not just for you, but for Corey, because you're about to jump on his podcast and you got to be the best you for him and for for everybody listening. That's absolutely right. So, John, um, that was fantastic. Thank you. Uh, And, yeah, we were talking about, you know, during this time when we've got – literally forced down time because of the virus the virus what are you going to do with that time you know are you gonna sit on the couch and and binge on netflix or sit in front of the news and just watch the same bullshit over and over and 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 get your mind even more fucked than it already is um or you could take this time to really capitalize now i don't mean capitalize like go you know, sell toilet paper for $5 a roll. I mean, like capitalizing, doing something for your business to make it grow or to think outside the box, because this is the perfect opportunity to get up and think outside of the box. I mean, what better time do you have? Everything's closed. Uh, the, whatever's going on with the virus. And, and, and we were talking about also beforehand, you know, how this virus has, you know, I, I joke around a lot about it, John, but but I know it's very serious for a lot of families, and, and a lot of families have really already suffered because of you know the not their kids being home and, and not being able to go to work. I mean, if if you're depending on you know a regular restaurant, so to speak, uh, income, and your restaurant's closed, that's not not going to be a good situation. So for those folks, I really pray for them, and I hope that 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 everything comes full swing back and and really you know helps the families that need to be helped yeah you know and and as we're talking before 
it, it's you, we got to think a little bit deeper, like it's affecting us. But like for you and I, you know, we work from home. This is our norm, you know, so like not much has changed, you know, a few things. Right. I think all of our businesses have taken a a hit because people are scared right now. Uh, But for those of you who are listening right now that that, you know, we're we're teachers for those of you listening right now that were uh, working at, you know, gyms or working at dance studios, like all these things. Like, I feel for you because I, I get it. Like, that uncertainty is, is extremely scary. And what it does is it causes stress. It causes anxiety. It causes worrisome. And all these things cause depression. They cause alcoholism. They cause so much. You and I can relate to that because of our past. And this 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 worrying about tomorrow's problems ruins today's peace. You know, the whole Ed Milet thing. But guess what? It's today's problems, right? Yeah. So it's like, how do we relate that? Well, we got to find opportunity in the obstacle. We have to find opportunity in every obstacle. And, and if you look deep, there is opportunity there. And, and maybe it's opportunity to be more grateful for the job that you have that you've been complaining about for the last six months. Maybe the opportunity is, hey, I've been complaining. I don't have enough time to spend on my kids. Guess what? You got it. Right? Create those magical moments. Create those memories. Maybe you complain or you've just been saying, I don't have enough time to work on a business I wanted to start. Now is actually a good time. You may think I'm crazy, but now is a great time to start that business because you you have the time. You can figure out what you like and what you don't like. Uh, you know, maybe we don't launch it right away. It's not you know put publicly, but you're working on the back end. You, you say you don't have time to, to create content. You got all the time in the world. So everybody that's complaining that you didn't have enough time to do these things, read the book, work on you. It's actually great because you have that opportunity too. But I just urge everybody. To, to change your perspective because what we perceive is what we receive. And, and, and I just posted about it. Your perspective is either your superpower or your super problem. Mm. You got it. It's up to you, man. Like in the moment of you changing your perspective to something that empowers you, to something that serves you, like there is so much clarity and such a better action afterwards. I mean, and, and I don't think we u- utilize it enough is that perspective. So during a time like this, I feel for you. I get it. I'm, I, you know, my business has taken a hit. It absolutely has. I'm sure Corey's has. Everybody's has. Like, there's, there's, that's one big thing that we could all feel together about. But I just want you to find what is the opportunity in this obstacle? And what are you going to do with the extra time? Are you going to sit there and just let it go and waste it away? Or are you truly going to maximize this time? Absolutely. What are you going to do? with this time because it's going to matter so much more in 45 days, 60 days, what you do today. And, and, and I always think about when I'm doing things, what would tomorrow think, right? What would tomorrow think? And it helps me make a better decision for sure. That's a great way to look at it. So John, dude, let's, um, let's dive into your story. Dude. I'm so excited to hear this shit. I have I, cause I don't, I love when I talk to people that I don't know. Um, I don't know the full story. So, and, and you're one of those people that I, and I purposely did not dive in to find out because I don't, I didn't want to know until today. So let's, yeah. let's dive into some of your history and I'll share some of my history um, with you and let's rock and roll. This episode of the Successful Life Podcast is brought to you by House Call Pro. Whether you're looking to streamline your operations, reduce paperwork or boost revenue, House Call Pro is your all-in-one business solution. Transform your business today with essential tools and support designed to drive efficiency and deliver exceptional customer service. 
To learn more, click the link in the show notes. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, growing up, man, I grew up in New Jersey um, and, and I, I have great parents. Um, unfortunately, they just didn't always make the best decisions. They're making better ones today. Um, and, and I think that goes back to what I said before. It's like somebody has changed my life and I think it's changing their life in, in the process. Um, it's a side effect, right? So growing up, um, you know, when I turned about 12 or 13, I started getting into selling drugs, doing drugs. I was still playing sports and doing everything. But here's here's the thing, and I realized this more recently than ever, is that I needed to be accepted. That that was my goals. I wanted to be accepted. I, I wanted to find it somewhere. So, man, I was trying to be friends with the jocks. I was trying to be friends with the musicians, trying to be friends with everybody. And I think I had something to relate to with every single one of them, but I was just trying to find a home. I was trying to find a home where I felt loved, respected, and accepted. And unfortunately, when I started selling drugs, doing drugs, and I started fighting every single day of the week, I fell into my own little category, but people accepted me. No matter if it was the jocks, the druggies, it was, it was the sports guys, it was the musicians, they all accepted me, but they accepted me for what I really didn't want, but I knew I was good at, right? I knew I was good at fighting. I knew I was good at doing drugs and selling drugs. Right. Um, and they, and, and they gave me that label and I was proud to at least have a label. Isn't and, that weird? Yeah, and, and it did, didn't empower me to be better, but right. because they gave me a label, see, we follow through with who we believe we are most. And a lot of times we believe who we are most by others and their opinions of us. Oh, God, and, that's powerful. <laughs> and so I took that and I owned it and I walked in it. And unfortunately, I walked in it too long and, and, and I ended up in jail. Um, and now before that, I was couch hopping. I lived in my car um, and, and I lived in motels. But when I got out of jail, I thought it was all going to change. And it really didn't change right away. I moved into a motel after being on house arrest, which is a whole nother podcast for a whole nother six hours because I got some stories on house arrest for you. Um, and so after jail, house arrest, living in a motel, um, and I met my, my, my now wife. And we, we, you know, it was hard, man, because like, I just wanted to be self-destructive again after being locked up and everything. I wanted to go back into doing cocaine and fighting. Yeah. And so I knew if I had her by my side, it was going to be hard. So I did everything I could to, uh, like could to self-destruct. I did everything I could to push her away. And she stuck by my side crazy enough. Um, and, and, you know, we went through many, many years of just me trying to push her away in many different ways. And then it came to a point where it was, uh, we moved back to New Jersey from living in Florida for a little bit. And I met this guy named Pat Nacarado. And Pat was a good Christian man. He helped me really find my way. But it wasn't in a moment he did. So he owned a, a business for sales and marketing. And he said, John, I'm going to show you how to make as much money as possible. I'm going to show you how to make people money. But I need two things from you. Number one, the life you live, you're living is not the life that you're supposed to live. There's more for you. You got to change some of your habits. You got to change the things you're doing. So I agreed. I said, let's do it. He said, number two, any value you get and you implement, it works. Give it back to somebody else. And I said, absolutely. He goes, I'll show you how to make money and give and help others make money. But I need those things. Now, Corey, I did this because I was, I cared about one thing. Money. Income. Yeah. yeah. Income. Like selfish John Marone was like, yeah, bro, I'll do it. Yeah, I lied. Lied my ass but, off to him. But but little do you did you know at that time, and I know where you're going, like yep. you 
you committed to something so much bigger and you were so you just because I've been right there. Yeah. And it, it's so small minded. You're thinking about nothing but the money. But the reality is that was the best thing that could have happened to you. wasn't it? Oh, by far, by far is the best thing that ever could have happened to me. Um, and, and, and when I took that and I accepted that that opportunity, I started getting better. You know, it was just I, I became a byproduct of what he was teaching me and what I was preaching. But it, it wasn't those big strides. Maybe some of you out there could relate to that of like. You feel like you're making a little bit of strides, but you're not seeing the progress in your income. You're not seeing the progress in all these things. It's because you're not stepping big enough. It's, it's because you're not taking enough action. And progress is, is huge. And that's how I find success. I don't find success at the end of something. I find it in the progress. When I lose the one pound, not the 20, right? When, when, when I get that first gig, not the, the, the you know, 20 this year. So going, going forward, I, I was doing well. But it all changed in October of 2012. And Hurricane Sandy paid a visit to the Jersey Shore. And I remember it clear as day because it was a voluntary evacuation. Now, you got to remember, man, I'm Italian and I'm from Jersey. And that's a huge combination for one stubborn, selfish ass dude. <laughs> I was. Yeah. And so I took my family and, and um, we'd actually just get this brand new place. So we lived in a, like a 500 square foot uh, apartment and we just rented this house, one story house. So I pulled my family from their motel. We're sitting in his house. And I remember going outside. It's like 730 at night. And it's just wind is whipping. I mean, there's, there's, there's poles flying around. But there's no rain. It's just a lot of wind. So we go back in the house. And we're playing Monopoly in the bedroom. And I heard this noise. And I will never get the visual out of my head, man, of like, I heard this noise. It sounded like water. And I look to my right. And I see this stream of water going through my house and I thought what the how what, where's this water coming from I was just outside an hour ago like I legit just also walked my dog outside there's no way there's water well as I got up and I walked and I opened up my door to my surprise there's about four and a half feet of water and it's roaring rapids there's pieces of dock there's boats flipped over and it's just insane and within minutes before I could even really react the water crocked through the foundation and it just started flooding into the house, flooding into the house. <laughs> my dad is sitting there with a bucket, like a mop bucket and the window open. And he's trying to take all the water and throw it out. And I'm like, yeah, it's going to work for like 10 seconds. And I realized <laughs> what the heck? you're throwing the water out. That's coming right back in. Like <laughs> such in a state of shock of like, not even knowing what to do panic mode. Uh, but I get my family upstairs into the attic. And by the time I got up there, there's probably about two feet of water in the house. So I'm soaking wet and go up in the attic. And as time's passing, I see the, the water because it's a one story. So the ladder's down, the water rising rung by rung, rung by rung. And then bah, 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 the tree is thumping on the roof and water's rising, trees thumping. And I look back at my family and this is a huge, huge moment in my life because I said, what impact have I made? And I, and I thought to myself, I, I don't even know if I ever utilized that word in that kind of context. And I said, I'm going to live impact first, income second, if I get out of here. And I didn't know how, nothing. I just, I'm going to make things better. I'm going to change this world, and I'm going to change the legacy of the Marone last name. And long story short, we got rescued. And I'm sitting in a shelter, and this is where the huge aha came in. Right? It wasn't Pat. It wasn't jail. It wasn't living in my car. It wasn't actually being in Hurricane Sandy. It was sitting in a shelter when I said, I'm going to make a change and I'm going to be better, but I don't know how. Mm. And that was it. 
realizing and understanding I don't know what I don't know was my biggest opportunity to grow. I put down the pride. I put down the ego. I put down all of that and I stripped it away. And I said, who knows what I don't know? Who knows how to be a better person? Who knows how to be a better business owner? Who knows how to be uh, better in health? And I just searched out these people and I digested their content and I investigated them. And I just started implementing in my own life. And fast forward, uh, I went from jail, living in a motel, uh, almost losing our life in many different ways to now living in beautiful Destin, Florida and having the boats, the car, like everything you could think of living this dream life. But the most important part is I became the person I needed to become in order to get there. And now I'm able to deliver that on my coaching platforms uh, from stage, um, I have my podcast, other people's podcasts. Um, and, 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 and that's, that's really the, the story of it all, man, through trial, tribulation, through, through, through pain became power through struggle. Um, I found success and I preached today of like, you need to first raise your hand and say, I don't know what I don't know to drop that ego because it wasn't until that moment, man, like I was truly able to receive the value that was out there. Look, dude, when I was in jail, they used to call me the psychiatrist because <laughs> okay. they had these dudes coming in here, these like badass dudes coming into my cell, like telling me their life story of like what's going on with them. And I have no clue why they did it. No clue. And connecting the dots, looking backwards, all makes sense. I've had this gift. I've had this purpose. My ego gotten away from truly developing it. And I think a lot of you guys listening right now, you have this gift, you have this purpose, and I guarantee you somebody's presented that opportunity. Like, this is it, man. This is it, girl. This is it for you. And they presented it for you. They gave you the opportunity, but you had blinders on because your ego was too big. You had blinders on because you were too scared. And I put away the fear, I put away the ego, and I accepted all of who I was and what I needed to change. And it was a lot. And I just took a step by step by step. And I wasn't perfect because here's the thing. Perfection kills progression. And a lot of people are waiting to start that business for the perfect time. A lot of people are waiting to, to have that conversation for the perfect time. Stop. Perfection kills progression. Go after that, man. Just go after one step at a time, one day at a time and take bigger steps though. Take bigger steps. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. And so that's my story in a nutshell, brother. And so, you know, one of the things I wanted to touch on, you know, you, when, when you say, you know, to take that first step, it is so important because look, look the fact of the matter is you're going to fail at something. If you don't, then most likely you're really not trying to do anything. Um, and, and those times are not exactly the, the, the greatest. They're not fun, but, but there's so much to be learned in a lot of our failures. If you have that um, uh, self-awareness to be able to see, it's like you said, when these, these guys, these people were presenting their stories to you and you had the gift, you just didn't know you had the gift because of the ego I can't tell you how many times in my life I look back and see that same exact kind of thing. Right. right. Um, and, and it's, um, I think about, wow, if I would have just opened my eyes and, and paid attention, how much could I've done? But I don't stick on that. I don't stay there, but, but I know I could have done so much more if I would have just opened my eyes to the reality. But, but what do we have, right? Because I think that's where it comes in. It's like everything happens for a reason. I'm a big believer in that. Like where I stood in that moment 
like, yes, I could have developed a skill, but guess what, bro? If I developed a skill in that moment and I really crafted it, I never would have went through Hurricane Sandy. I never would have met Pat. I never probably would have met my wife. Like all those things would have never happened. And so I pay respect to all of my obstacles. Like I pay respect to those in the moments because we talked about before, like finding opportunity in the obstacle. Like I, I pay respect to it because I know there's something there. I know behind that obstacle, there's more for me. Um, and, and, and failure, you said, man, like failure is, is actually like, if you look at the back of a, any kind of, uh, the milk carton or anything, or you look at, you know, your vitamins, you'll see all the ingredients, right? If you look at the, the back of a success formula, the ingredients, it's simple failure, adversity, that's it. Like those are things you have to go through. Now there's things in between it, right? Action, mindset, all those things. But the curriculum is that you have to go through failure and through adversity, not around it. See, I'm not, I'm not worried that people aren't going to be successful. I'm worried that people aren't going to fail enough to get to the success that they want. Yeah. Failure is nothing but a process of elimination. Get to it faster. That's all I'm saying. Get to it faster. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're totally right. And I believe that you're, you're, you know, you, you, you nailed it when you said fail, you know, if you don't fail, Essentially, if you don't fail, you're not going to grow. And so many people just are so terrified of that 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 failure that they they just they get stuck there, you know. And and I can tell you that because I've been there, and, and and I still go through times of being being where was, I don't know if you wanted to use the word stuck or whatever the case may be, um, where I'm trying to make a decision of which way to go or which opportunity makes most sense. And, and I get stuck and, and, and sometimes that stuckness, so to speak, uh, last, you know, an hour, it could last a day, usually not more than a day, because if I stay in that spot, I am not effective anywhere. Yep. Indecision. Absolutely. So who are the, some of the people uh, you mentioned the guy, Pat, but who are some of the people that you really modeled after John when you started this journey, so to speak? Yeah. So, it, you know, I moved to Dallas uh, about a year after Hurricane Sandy. Um, you know, I, 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 I took the chance to move across country. I'm a cowboy fan. So that obviously played a little bit into <laughs> effect of it. Uh, you know, we're deciding for North Carolina or Dallas. And I was like, oh, must go to Frisco, Texas. Um, and, and, and so I went out there. Um, and I really didn't have any friends at that moment. Okay. So what I did was I just kind of fell in love with creating virtual friends that know, didn't know who I was that I wanted to emulate. So people like Darren Hardy, Tony Robbins, Hal Elrod, Eric Thomas. And the crazy part is I'm friends with Eric Thomas. Now we shared stages together. We chat. I'm friends with Hal Elrod. He's been on my podcast. We chat, we text all the time. I stood on stage with Tony Robbins. Right. I've sat down and chatted with Darren Hardy. How crazy, how crazy is that? I think it's crazy, but it's also not because I think what we focus on expands and it's just that law of attraction. So those are some, some key components. So people right now might be like, man, I don't really have anybody I can look up to and reach out to. There's a YouTube channel full of them. Find the people that really connect with you and that you're a good fit. Maybe I'm a good fit for you. Maybe Corey is maybe, you know, and my let is whoever it is, find it, but find three, no more than really three, uh, because then the messages start getting convoluted and confused minds don't take action, right? Confused minds don't take action. So just find three. 
Um, so those are big ones. And uh, actually two buddies of mine, Jay Kinder and Michael Reese, they got me an opportunity when I moved to Dallas. They, they're real estate agents, um, brokers, as well as they own uh, a coaching company. And they actually gave me an opportunity when I was, I was broke, bro. Like real talk, when I moved to Dallas, I had this opportunity to work and I was doing well. The job ended up not working out. My wife was taking two trains to downtown Dallas, like through the hood to get to her job and wasn't paying our bills. Mind you, my wife is like, that's, that's high anxiety for her. She gets very high anxiety attacks. So she was sacrificing big time. I remember sitting there for a whole 30 days and I'm running out of money and I'm drinking every day and I'm drinking every day. She's come home from her two, uh, you know, train rides there, two train rides back and in her scrubs and I'm just drinking. And I don't think she realized the issue that was at hand of like, I didn't know what to do. I couldn't get a job. I'm a felon, dude. Like it's hard to get a job at that moment. And they gave me an opportunity and I was about to move back to New Jersey, about to move back to New Jersey within a couple weeks, two weeks. They gave me opportunities to guys to work on their sales team. And I went from that to uh, working on our sales team, to being a coach for them. And uh, October, I was broke. March, I bought my first home. And that's how it happened. Um, and that was years ago. But that those two guys gave me the opportunity. They, they, they pushed me to be better and add value, make a difference. Uh, but the, the one thing you said before about people are scared to fail. I think that people are scared to fail. But like I ask everybody, what's the biggest fear in a human? Failure or rejection, most people say. But it's, it's neither of those. See, the biggest fear in a human, I truly believe, is disappointment. I think it's mm. disappointment. I think that fear of failure, that when you fail, if you fail, like ultimately fail, the disappointment in yourself, the disappointment that you promised your wife that this was going to work, you promised your kids that you're going to buy this house, right? Like, like that disappointment strikes so hard that we try to avoid it at all costs. And we know that sometimes failure creates disappointment. Now, that's if you allow it right? Like rejection. If you get rejected, it creates disappointment. And so that I think is the biggest problem people have is they need to get over the emotion of like, you won't be disappointed if you take that lesson and you learn something from it and then you grow from it, right? You take actions and never let it happen again. Um, and so going back to your, 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 your question before though, those are some people in my life that have definitely changed my life. Um, but I wanted to just touch on that point about failure because I think it's so important uh, because I know what that feels like to feel like you disappointed yourself, your family, your, your, so whoever you're in a relationship with, your kids, because that disappointment causes shame. And that, that's a very hard emotion to live with. And yeah. some of us walk around with it daily. Um, and it all comes from, from up here versus like what the actual facts are. Sure. Let's talk, you know, you mentioned that, you know, it's hard to get a job when you're a felon, dude. Like, you know, in 2005, I got caught with four ounces of cocaine. So I'm right there with you. And, and also I don't, I didn't graduate college. So for me, I think for a long time, John, I still, I lived with that category of I'm a felon and I don't have a college education. Well, I guess I'll take what I can get, mm. you know, and, and, and that, and, and I was still drinking after I, after all of that stuff until 2009 and 2009 is when I decided that I was going to stop that, stop drinking. Uh, and then my life started to change um, slowly, but surely, but 
uh, it really started to change October of 2018. Um, and, and I lost my hormone clinic during that time, um, which was a two thing, two reasons that that day in particular, October 1st, 2018 was important was that was the day I was going to buy my ticket to go see Tony Robbins. And so mm. it was such an important day because of really, that was the bigger reason. It wasn't even the fact that I was losing the clinic. It, it was the fact that I had visualized, I had written in my journal. I knew I was going on. I knew I was supposed to go see him period on this, you know, in that, in November. And what happened was my wife, connected with uh, Robin's research and worked out a deal and, and bought me a ticket. And I was at, at the clinic and she had called me and she said, I need you to go sit in front of your computer. And John, I, I just tell you the story because it, it, this was one of the times that my life was changed uh, forever. Uh, by her doing that act of kindness was something that, that I wasn't used to. I, I, don't, I don't know if I've ever had anybody sacrifice something like that for me uh and me recognize it you know what i mean and so that happened and you know and i wound up going and, and that has changed the direction of my entire life yeah and and you know it's a lot of people say behind every great man there's a better woman i believe beside every great man there's a better woman sometimes it's hard for us to realize that and recognize that uh but that act of kindness, man, changed your life. So it's like, now I see why you create active kindness in other people's lives, like randomly. Right. And just like an act of kindness, guys, doesn't have to be like buying them something. Like it, it could just simply be an email. It could be a text. It'd be a phone call and just say, Hey, I just want to say, I'm thinking of you. Uh, you know, I just want you to have a good day. Hey man, love you, brother. You go crush the day. Like that yeah. little bit of kindness when you're walking past somebody and you don't even know them. Hey man, I love your shirt. Like that one thing can change somebody's entire day. Like who knows what that person might've been thinking before that. Right? Like there's so much, whenever you're walking around, remember that like an act of kindness can be simply just words to create a little bit of happiness in someone's life that we don't know what they're dealing with because we don't know what they're dealing with. We talked about it when we first started. We don't know what certain people are dealing with with this virus. But what if you walk past somebody today and you just said, man, I love what you're doing with your hair, man. That's an awesome, awesome shirt. Just something simple. It'll make them feel good. And so an act of kindness is just making somebody feel good. And you could do that with a simple sentence. Try yeah, absolutely. It. Yeah, you know yeah I mean? you're, you're totally, you're totally right. It could be as drilled down as simple as a note. In fact, yeah. a note, a note or a thank you card is so powerful these days. Like, because you don't get it, you don't, you don't see people do it. And so when you receive something that's a handwritten note in the mail, it's like, wow, that person really gives a shit. Yep. Yep. It's next level, man. It's next level. You know, go the extra mile because it's usually, usually uh, nobody's out there. You know what I mean? When you go the extra mile. So if you're, if you're running a business, think about how you can go the extra mile because nobody else is out there. That's absolutely true. So you mentioned that you were a felon in drugs. I'm assuming drugs is of the reason behind that. No fighting. So I, had, I, I was addicted to many things, um, drugs, gossip, negativity. And one big one was, was, uh, violence and, 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 and anger and, and not towards like women or anything, but like 
like complete aggression. Um, hurt people, hurt people, Corey. And I think you probably understand that as well. And I, I just always wanted to fight. Like I was a guy at the bar. My wife hated it. Uh, that like you walk past me, I'm doing whatever I can to like shoulder you. And I usually try to find the biggest guy, right? Like I just, I just wanted, I wanted a challenge. Now that's never changed. I still want challenges, but I wanted, I wanted a challenge and, and I would go out and seek it. But I went for so many years of being like, it wasn't me. It was them. They eyed me. Well, you know, I think that the way I put myself out there and, and the way I did things, I was asking for it. Right. I think it, I was. Uh, and then the one time that I know for sure, I, like I legit wasn't doing anything. Like I was just chilling. I just got to the place. Um, unfortunately, uh, I got into a fight um, and, and some damage happened and uh, ended up going to jail. Um, and, and, you know, <laughs> I just laugh because I'm like, the one time it's not my fault, but it is my fault because I made a decision to go to that bar versus going to do something else that night that I know I could have done that would have got me out of that situation. So it all starts and ends with you. Anybody listening right now, drop the victim story. Drop the victim story because I was in jail because of me, right? Hurricane Sandy happened for me, but it's because of me that I turn my life around, right? Everything happens for you then because of you. Like yeah. everything is because of you. It starts and ends with you. And if you could just find ownership, right? And then own your shift. Like I always say, you got to own your shit, then own your shift. Like in every single outcome the good and the bad um but yeah so it was it was it was fighting that got me there yeah it, it was, oh, I, 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 I almost got there a few times with drugs but never went i mean i got like i got close to there close enough yeah so um you mentioned that you know you, you were drinking pretty heavily is that something that you found that is do you still do you still drink yeah yep I, I i still drink and people ask me all the time but you're an addict how can you drink it's like well I get to choose what I'm addicted to nowadays. My, I've created such a powerful mindset most days that I, I've actually been able to take my addiction and be addicted to like having this podcast. Like I get, oh, I get stoked, right? Like when I'm going to go to the beach here in a little bit with my daughter, like I'm going to be addict, addicted in that moment. Um, and so I've taken what everybody thinks is a bad thing and the addiction and I turned it into a superpower. And I, I could drink now. Like I could drink without having the temptations um it never it, it took me a little bit but side note i was on the the run for about a year um in hiding kind of because i'd warrants <laughs> out so i couldn't really do drugs for about a year there so my addiction level to drugs went down a lot because i was forced to not be there um but yeah so uh, you know i could definitely drink now and not have the 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 problem of thinking about it but here's What's crazy, I went to New Jersey a year ago, and as soon as I arrived in my town, the first thing I thought of was that, was drugs. And I haven't done them in years, right? So my environment is so crucial to my sobriety of, of, of cocaine and the other stuff. Um, my environment is really what keeps me handled. Um, I think when you get out of the environment, it's so hard for your mind to really block out all those past triggers uh, because there's so many coming at once that it's very hard to fight against. So my environment is is conducive to my goals. So yes, I could drink without even thinking about it. I used to smoke cigarettes for, for uh, since I was 13 till probably about five years ago or so, six years ago. And I don't even think about it anymore. Like, don't even think about it. And so uh, 
I've trained my mind to know that it's the most powerful muscle I have. And if I start to train it, start to train it, start to, to, to really put these calluses in there that, that benefit me, um, I could be in a little bit more control. And that's what we all want, right? We just want control. Absolutely. So, you know, uh, so in July of 2018, right before this stuff happened, I, so I was, I was, you know, I went to AA for a long time and, and the reason I'm bringing this up is because you, you said, well, yeah, I, you, it seemed like you had a problem, but then you said, well, I could drink because I've trained my mind. So this is where I, this is what I'm going to drop on you and see what you say. So if you think about, you've been to an AA meeting, I'm sure for, for, yep. for at yep. some point and, and you have to stand up and say, I am an alcoholic. So think about that, John. If I stand up five or six days a week and I, and I profess I am an alcoholic, what is that doing to your brain? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the it's, affirmations. It's reinforcing the fact that you're broken. It's reinforcing the fact that I'm, I'm still this junkie. I'm still this addict. I'm still... So I personally, and I, you know, I moved away from... AA because of that, because I'm not an alcoholic. Like I'm not an alcoholic. I haven't drank in 10 years. Like I, I just don't fucking drink. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's just, it's simple yesterday. I love that. We, we went to a bar, we went to a bar because my wife is a wedding photographer and she had to go meet clients and at the bar, they had, they had nitro coffee and I wanted to try it. The guy poured nitro beer or whatever the fuck it was beside of it and handed it to me and like a little uh ramekin or shot like plastic thing and i took two of them so one for my wife and one for myself and i drank it and i was like does this have alcohol in it he was like well yeah and i was like i need the other you know i need the one without it and so my wife was like oh my god i'm furious and i'm like it's okay like doesn't even matter like yeah i don't it's not like I'm going to go fucking have another beer. Like it, it wasn't even a whole beer. It was just, you know, like a, yeah. a taste of it. But the point is, I guess, is that I, my mindset is so different now. I don't, I just don't look at it the same. I agree. And I love that, that you talked about the, I am an alcoholic and, and, and I didn't go to many meetings. Like it, it, everything was all self-healing to be honest. Um, and the more I tell my story and have self-reflection, the better I get every single time. And I think that's the most powerful thing is the self-reflection. Uh, but yeah, the, I am an alcoholic and I am a drug addict. You know, I never actually put that together, but that is so true because I'm a believer in affirmations and incantations. And if we're feeding our mind that it's, it's, it is not, it, it, you're right. I mean, it, it's like me saying, uh, you know, I am overweight, right? I am overweight versus right. I am fit. I am this, I am that right. I'm a loser with no money. I'm a loser with no money. Like that's man. Hmm. You're really that's bad. I, that's a bad I think combination. AA needs to, to change some things. <laughs> I dude, I, I I totally agree, and you know it's I tell people right. So here's the thing, guys. We're not putting AA down. It's helped many many no. people. We're just saying that one thing could definitely be tweaked to to be a little bit more valuable in the context that you say it. Agreed, wholeheartedly. Because like you said, you know AA served its purpose for me. But I'm so happy that I realized in that moment in July and it, it just, it changed the way I looked at everything. And so I, you know, I, 
I've talked about this now on several of the podcasts. I spoke Saturday morning at uh, at a, at a, at a wasn't an AA meeting, but it was AA people at a, at a group home, um, yeah. a men's group home, and and I told I talked about this, and 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 it's a little dicey in a place like that because you know if you know anything about most folks in AA, like they're fully committed, and most likely they're fully committed because they say I am, you know, like it, it's almost like you're whatever you understand where I'm going. Yep. <laughs> and so in that conversation with these guys, I really didn't know what kind of response I'd get because these guys are, they go to like fuck 20 meetings a week or something. I mean, it's something crazy. And so, but, but surprisingly I had, I had a lot of guys that said, I, I actually understand what you're saying. And I identify with what you're saying and what you're saying makes sense. And I was shocked that I got that response from so many people mm. in this group of people in this, you know, men's place or men's man, it's the small hinges that swing open big doors, right? Like that's, that's when, when, when I, when I coach, when I speak, I just try to give people those small hinges that swing open big doors. Yeah. I, I try to provide people those, those, uh, you know, the, 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 the simple solutions, not easy, the simple solutions to the hard shit they're dealing with. So that little statement that you said, I mean, it's just a small shift, man, but it makes the world of a difference in the outcome. Absolutely. 100%. Um, so <clears throat> I would like for you for a moment to talk about um, what, so can you, do you mind painting us a little bit of a picture of what your retreat's going to be like? I'm so, like, yeah. I'm pretty interested to hear, you know, you mentioned a little bit about it earlier, but can you walk us through a couple of uh, things that you do that are really, for you, that, that really fill you up more than any, more than anything else in the day, so to speak. Absolutely. So the first day actually is May 1st. Right now it's, uh, it, it's, it's optional. Next year it's going to be mandatory. Uh, but first day is optional. And what we're going to do is we get on electric bikes and we drive down 30A. These things go like 25 miles an hour without like you pedaling. It's pretty gnarly. Uh, <laughs> we'll stop at a few places. We'll go to the state park. We'll go to a few restaurants and just kind of, uh, you know, get you uh, immersed into the local scene. Um, and then we'll come back and we'll end at a beach bonfire right on the beach and that's right front in front of the house. Um, so it's gonna be a full day of networking, really being around like-minded individuals um, and creating that network. A lot of people have created a lot of friendships from the last retreat and those friendships have turned into business partners. Those friendships have turned into uh, just lifelong value adding relationships. So that first day I love one of the most incredible things I like to see is just people, you know, like you would never think would connect as far as like their lifestyles. And then all of a sudden they connect and they started a business together and it's pretty cool. Um, so that's the first day. The second day, which is the actual retreat, we get in at 8.30 and we start right away, right? We start right away. First, it's a beautiful home that is white sandy beach. If anybody's ever been to Destin, Florida, the beaches are the whitest beaches in the country. The water is see-through for miles, gorgeous. So the scenery cannot be beat. Um, and we sit there and the first thing we're gonna do is go through a breathing exercise. We'll go through some Wim Hof breathing exercises. I got to um, stop you. I got to stop yeah. you right there. So, dude, I swear to God, yesterday, and this is going to sound crazy because I should know this, but yesterday was the first time, or maybe it was even the day before, I watched, I wa finally watched Wim Hof stuff, and I just started it. That's some powerful, dude. powerful shit. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. He, I mean, like, you know, he... It's insane. It's crazy. Like it, it's almost like a, it's almost like your high as a fucking kite when you're finished. 
right? It's crazy. All right, go ahead. Yep. Sorry. Yeah, no, absolutely, man. And that's the point, right? Like it's, it's, this retreat is to get people extremely opened up with their vulnerabilities because we got to dig deep, man. And so we do that. We do some EFT work. So Julian's going to walk people through some EFT work. Um, and, and, and doing that's going to allow you to finally receive, right? Those, those years of you masking all of those issues and those problems, and it's going to allow you to slowly strip those things away and have the most, uh, the most, uh, I would say the best state that you could be in, um, for most optimal reception of, of getting the, the content. And then we'll, and that, we'll break into emotional freedom technique, right? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Yep. Uh, absolutely. Sure. So a lot of uh, times we go into a conference and our walls are up, right? Yeah. This ain't going to work for me. Ah, this is BS. Whatever the case is, this brings the walls down fast, like sure. strips everything away. Um, and then uh, we'll break into Julie and I will rotate on our, on our different sessions, right? So Julian's going to talk about higher self versus ego self. I'm going to talk about obstacle thoughts, how our thoughts can actually create a strategy around the obstacles around us. Um, that are, that's actually going to get us to where we want to go. Uh, we're going to have sessions on limited beliefs. Like what's the one thing that's been holding you back um, and how to uncover that, you know, is it a person? Is it a place? Is it the thing? And we're going to get really visual. We're going to get to the place where we see that person, where we see that thing um, and, and really confront it really confront it and face it for the last time and let them know that you cannot stop me anymore. I'm not going to my grave with you because if I do, I know I'm not living to my fullest potential. I'm not living the ultimate life I want to live because you can't, if that thing is holding you back. Uh, and then we're going to go into how to be more productive to make more income. Uh, we're going to talk about habits, how to, how to habit stack, right? And create triggers to go ahead and make sure those habits are actually happening and so you can stay consistent most of the times people don't stay consistent with their habits because they don't habit stack with triggers what i mean by that is um, every day i set my gratitude a trigger is i shampoo my hair and immediately i speak into my gratitude i see it i feel it i let that joyous emotion rise into me but if i don't shampoo my hair every day i might forget it because I just go through the day. So we go through this whole day of eight hours of complete immersion. And then we end with, I'm not going to say what it is, uh, but last year we got super deep into our why, right? Like so clear. A lot of people struggle with that. We got so clear on our why. And then that thing that holds us back and our biggest fear. And we wrote them on boards and we broke through the boards, but it's this whole ending ceremony. So we have another ending ceremony um, that I'm super excited to do. Um, it's not going to be board breaking this time, but it, it's going to be an ending ceremony that's really going to allow you to uh, step into this new version of you and let go of the old one, right? And it's it's going to be powerful. It's going to be fun. And then we go ahead and we go into the cocktail party. So we got some drinks, we got some food, and we have the beautiful view of the Gulf of Mexico uh, where you could take five steps and you're right on the white sandy beaches. And we're just going to connect and, and um, ignite our relationships. That's fantastic. It sounds amazing. It, it sounds is. Amazing. It, it, it's, uh, it, and it's crazy because uh, it's only two 49, right. To, to come. And Bradley is a friend of mine. And so I was on his podcast and we went out to uh, the Knights game. He goes, can I tell you something? I said, yeah. He goes, you're stupid. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> Anybody knows Bradley knows that he just spits. Right. Truth, right. Whether it's right or wrong and different, he just spits how he feels. I mean, what do you mean? He goes, you're crazy. Like your value for 249 for the entire day, like, and you're paying for lunch, 
paying for dinner. You're paying for the drinks. You're paying for the snacks. You're paying for the, the bonfire. Like, what he's, are you doing? He's and right. I'm like, I don't know. I just want to provide value. He's like, yeah, but bro, like you can't go broke doing it. <laughs> like, and so what I realized is uh, this is the last year we're doing it at 249. Next year, we'll probably do a two day event. And it'll be a thousand dollars. I think that's totally fucking fair. Yeah. I know guys are charging five, five K for it. So I saw two forty nine. and I'm like, what? Really? Yeah. Now you got to find your own place to stay. So that kind of a little bit different, but man, it's like, I'm like, I looked at it. And I'm like, cause I don't make money on the ticket sales. Legit, no. Like I, you, you do the math. You, you get a house on, on the Gulf of Mexico for three days and tell me two forty nine. only 40 people, only 40 people are allowed at the retreat. Cause it's a house. How do I make money? <laughs> like, right. And I get swag, really cool swag. You know, we get all the food catered, everything. You do the math. Tell me where I'm making money on, on the front end, right? No so, chance. Yeah, no. So, but it's okay. It's, 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 it's the most beautiful experience I've ever been a part of. I've stood on many stages, many stages. I've, I've coached many people. You know, I have my group coaching. Um, but the most rewarding thing I ever have, have ever happened to me in that kind of uh, coaching setting was the retreat. We could tell, man, my wife is like, you're still crying. It's like two days later. Like, come on, calm down. <laughs> like, it just, it was just overpour of emotion of just seeing everybody's life changed. And, and if you guys go to uh, johnmarone.com forward slash retreat, you'll see the video. It's a two minute sizzle. And just watch that two minute sizzle and you'll see the emotions and, and, and the roller coaster of uh, what we went through that day within two minutes. And you'll see why you have to be there. Dude, it's fantastic. And that's a great way for us to wrap up, John. I'm super excited to hear more about, you know, everything. I have a feeling that I'm going to be helping you with this retreat at some point. Um, yes. So, uh, dude, thank you so much today. I really appreciate you doing this. And, 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 and luckily, I got the fucking Facebook to work. I'm a slightly, uh, slightly challenged are, when it comes. How many people we have on Facebook right now? That's a, like, I don't know. I can't see. I can't. I can't really see it. But uh, uh, I wonder if anybody has I, any questions. I'm, I'm, I'm free for another seven minutes. I'll take questions. Yeah. Let's see if I can. All right. Let me go to this gallery view here. Oh yeah. There you go. I didn't even think about that. not sure how it works it's all good I, not. Not, <laughs> I don't I, I don't even see I don't see where it's even live streaming to be perfectly honest with you do well, you can you no but it's all good man it, it's all good if anybody's any questions follow up obviously they can reach out to me Instagram anything oh it's a great point I just it's so weird um let me try let me just see if I can click. Sure, I mean, there's got to be. There we go. All right. So, um, yeah, I don't. We've got one comment. I don't even see the comment. So, who knows, dude? All good, brother. All good. Yeah, abs that's exactly right. So, yeah, um, you guys can, would like to uh, reach out to John. John, tell us where we can find you. Yeah, absolutely. So, at Real John Marone. And it's uh, M-A-R-R-O-N-E on Instagram. Um, it's also uh, my Facebook page. And if you have any questions, you definitely reach out to me on Instagram. I answer all my messages personally, no bots. 
uh, on YouTube. Just look up John Marone. You'll see my YouTube channel. Subscribe to that. Uh, JohnMarone.com is where you can see my coaching platforms. You can see uh, how to hire me to speak, my retreat. And then last but not least, my uh, Power of Progression podcast on Spotify and iTunes. I've had some amazing people on. Trent Shelton, Eric Thomas, Hal Elrod, Lisa Bilyeu, um, Heath Evans, and the list goes on and on and on. Um, and uh, Corey's going to be coming on as well. We'll drop some value on there. Um, and I have my own episodes on there. So Power of Progression, go follow, go subscribe, whatever podcast platform you listen to. Uh, but other than that, reach out, man. I, I would love to hear people's story and see how I can help them in their journey. For sure. All right, John. Thank you, brother. I appreciate the hell out of this. And um, I want to thank you again for tuning in to the Successful Life Podcast. If you have not already subscribed, please do. And look, if you really enjoyed today's episode, email me at successfullifepodcast.com at gmail.com and tell me what it was you enjoyed. And if there's somebody that you want me to bring on, then email me about that and tell me who it is. And I'll make sure it happens. So, you know, leave us a review, tell a friend, and until next time, folks, have a good day. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to the Successful Life Podcast. We hope today's insights have ignited your passion and provided tools to shape your leadership journey. Remember, greatness is a journey, not a destination. Continue your pursuit by exploring more resources and insights over at CoreyBarrier.com. Until next time, keep leading, keep learning, and keep striving for excellence. Stay inspired and see you on the next episode.